0: Hey there, fellow nerds and Wells, and welcome back to the Adventurer's Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy, fuck nuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks, sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and seek a glorious death. Now then, you can join us this week for some piratical adventures on the high seas. We've got all the usual fun and nonsense mixed in with just the whiff of high fantasy. So stick with us. There's just time to say a massive thank you to all of our new subscribers and followers. We seem to have had a bit of an influx of listeners in the Philippines and in India. So a big hello to all of you. And I woke up to find out that we are currently in the Apple podcast charts in the Czech Republic. So greetings to all of you too. Don't forget to come and say hi to us on social media, especially on Twitter, and we will give you a proper shout out. Right, before we get going, I am duty-bound to remind you that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. What follows is mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. Listener discretion, as always, is advised. So, without further ado, go grab yourself a drink, pull your chair closer to the fire, and come join Raggy, Chris, Matt, and myself for this week's episode of the Adventurers Anonymous Podcast. Please enjoy um okey-doke right how is everyone doing can i do like a and then you can sync the sound up (laughs) sorry i'm recording
1: Uh, there's a youtube video where they're explaining why they like clap at the start of like
2: videos to sync up the sound and the thing
0: oh i see what if we all do this if we all clap
2: i thought i thought matt was just like trying to create a Pavlovian response that anytime you collapse i have to
3: deep throw
0: something oh jesus christ you're already you're already earning our explicit label (laughs) jesus christ we're not explicit for no reason this is exactly why i put out a little warning at the beginning that the podcast is not suitable for little ears (laughs) deviants like you yeah um okie doke there you go right you've heard him already chris Neal how you doing uh
2: fantastic thank you uh fresh fresh from my uh my trip to trip to finland Woo! Um, eating and drinking on the company dime where'd you get the hat chris uh when i get the hat i got the hat from tommy knockers craft beer bar in helsinki
3: you
2: Perfect little craft sure beer bar did that was blasting sweet metal music the entire time that we were there and there was that there and John Lennon imagine yeah the sweet guy that went up to the jukebox and was talking to one of the staff and saying like um there's a jukebox here but is someone going to get really angry with me if I if I switch it from metal music to something different and then in the end he put John Lennon on I was very tempted to put some Taylor Swift on before we left
0: I was going to say did you not know, put back on or <laughs> oh.
2: I've done that where I put 10 pounds in put some
1: uh, yeah some terrible music on just some just Bieber, Bieber walks right out of the bar
0: uh, there you go you heard his voice, Chris Ragg. How are you doing? I'm doing
1: good. Speaking small ears. I also have tiny ears. So, so someone once asked me if, if they could cut my ears. They're so small.
0: That's lovely. <laughs> maybe that's a maybe that's a thing we can offer on Patreon. Maybe we could do like brass rubbings of your ears. or <laughs> uh, shall <Sure> think. <laughs> Why? Why ever not? Right, and finally, our uh, agent of Finland, Matt Durant himself, the sauna sausage. How? Uh, you, I'm good,
1: I've just come back from Finland actually, spending two days on my own dime um, except for when Chris got us a very nice meal uh, oh. at Lyd which is the place to be in Helsinki
2: I w- I was going to ask you how you pronounce that, can you please say it again, and I promise I'm not taking the piss
0: Helsinki Lyd
1: Lyd Lyd it's very fun to say. Let's all say it. Lol. Lola.
3: Lola. Yeah. Oh. They call it Lola. <laughs> <laughs> think of the lyrics? They call it Lola.
0: What was that? Was that the restaurant you went to?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Did it did I, did I, yeah, I was gonna say, did it have a sauna in the restaurant?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean I had a sauna. Did you two get semi-naked together? No, we didn't, which was a... Me and Raggy did, just in a phone box.
1: I didn't know it at the time, and I couldn't get out quick enough.
0: No, no. I didn't
1: <laughs> know it was cool. I was <laughs> <laughs> just walking into a phone box game, as I always do, and then I... <laughs> just enjoying your Sunday, your Sunday morning just stroll. it it's warmer than I wanted it.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: Why
1: is AJ here?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you go full goofy when you started laughing then?
0: um i don't know there we go right there you go that's how rumors start anyway i'm glad you enjoyed your trip to finland i'm glad you both got semi-naked and shared a meal that sounds like a lovely time there we go right recap last we left off with our intrepid adventurers they'd found themselves about the hms rusty bucket captained by none other than the fearsome barbarian dutch nuggets Quickly establishing themselves amongst the crew, the party demanded they set sail for the eye of the incoming storm, El Bastador. Some of the crew opted to nap in the hammock situated in the ship's hold, Anash producing some of the creepiest bedtime lullabies pantheon of fantasy has ever experienced. Whilst they napped, Tati had to wade into the middle of a tense sexual encounter between Marvin the Goat and Barbara the Wolf. Marvin looked crestfallen to be cock but understood that their love was probably a forbidden fruit. The slumbering Belsiar was woken by the ship's first mate, who was offered the chance to help in a mutinous uprising to topple Dutch Nuggets. He only had to say the word. Once Sleepy had scuttled off, the party opted to throw Sleepy under the proverbial bus and tell Dutch what was brewing. And so that is exactly what they did. They awkwardly informed Dutch that dissent was rife amongst his motley crew. Tatty taking the lead in the discussion, rolling a 21 21- For perception. And that is where we will pick up with this week's episode. I don't don't mean to be a dick, but it wasn't perception, it was persuasion. Fine. You don't want any XP at the end of this, does it? I'm trying to correct you so that you can can do
3: another take. It's
0: fine. I actually wrote down persuasion, but I'm, you know, too much Pinot Grigio.
1: All right. Uh, The French with the grapes. Done, Grandpa
2: Bell. <laughs> Go back to sleep, Grandpa.
0: <laughs> that is a refreshing change that you're not hitting on the Filipinos.
2: <laughs> uh, don't worry, they've got a quit later. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: When I'm partway into my second beer, I'm going to get real saucy. Absolutely. Okey-dokey. So, you find yourself on the HMS Rusty Bucket. As we've said before, you are out at sea. And what else is going on? There's the storm coming up in the background. El Bastardo, you can see—you can see a wall of storm further across the ocean that is rapidly coming towards you. As you all stand on the deck, which is being pebbledashed by rain, as the tiny form of the gnome stands in front of the towering form of the barbarian captain in his fur coat and slicked-back hair, as you've just informed him that a mutiny is on the cards for his crew.
1: Can I? Can I be on the lookout? Just to see if anyone's approaching us while this conversation's going on. Just to make sure that we don't get mm. gang, bang. Gang, now bang.
0: you can make me a perception check.
1: Thank you. It's, it's like you, you knew it was coming, the perception check.
0: It's like I knew, listeners.
1: Uh, you should have been more prepared.
3: Coco, Coco Cabana.
0: <laughs> Coco Cabana. Cha, cha, cha.
1: Here we go. Seventeen.
0: Seventeen. So... Whilst you look over at the gnome who is somehow managing to to have a parlay with the barbarian captain, you know the gist of what he's going to be telling the barbarian captain because you agreed on it beforehand. So looking around, you take in the vibe of the ship and you see everyone's doing that thing where they pretend to be busy but they're eavesdropping. So there's lots of crew. You see a man pretending, well he's not pretending. You see a man coiling rope whilst cocking an ear to one side. You see another man sitting on a barrel who's um, sewing a patch onto a sail as he's doing his very best to listen whilst not appear that he's listening. Even the ship's cat, which has somehow survived the advances of Barbara, has propped itself up on the railing and has cocked its head to one side and is looking at the conversation. Um, I'm just
2: kind of, I guess I'm still kind of uh, mid-conversation with Dutch Nuggets
0: As you stand there mid-conversation, you've said your piece and you look at him for a while and his face remains placid, his face remains calm and nothing, not a single muscle moves on his face as he lets out a roar of laughter as he suddenly starts bellowing a (laughs) Sleepy, you cunt. As you look over, everyone looks to see Sleepy appearing from the depths of the ship as Sleepy seems to have found a level of confidence that he had, didn't have up until this point. As Sleepy sweeps onto the deck and looks around, as Dutch Nugget says,
3: Is this true, Sleepy?
0: Would you try and take my title? As Sleepy wipes away a tear from the side of his eye and says, You know, I've followed you for a long time, and in that time we have had adventures. We've sailed many oceans. We've seen much scattered arse. (laughs) We have collected much gold. I've seen things I wish I did not have to see. But you are not the man you used to be. Our piratical adventures of late have been mediocre, to say the best. And I feel maybe it is time for a new nugget to take over the bucket. As Dutch looks at him, cocks his head to one side and says, Have I not been generous to you? Have I not? always given you the best yes you have but you are not the angry man you used to be when i first met you you looked like you wanted to fuck the waves themselves you were that angry (laughs) and now (laughs) you barely get up before 10 (laughs) well i'm getting old aren't i i'm not the man i used to be but there's no need for a mutiny You do have HR, after all. You could have just taken it up as (laughs) some sort of workplace disagreement with me. We could have resolved this amicably. But now, well now, one shall stand, one shall fall.
3: Oh, there you
0: go, that is the man I used to know. And if one of us must lay our lives down for this ship to become what it should truly have been all these years, then let it be. As he pulls the pistol, out to the front of his pantaloons <sighs> and at this point everything is going to go to shit i'm going to need you all to roll initiative ah! um
2: i can i can roll for Aristob- aristobulus and Maud as well
0: that's totally who would like aristobulus who would like Maud?
2: um i can i mean i can i can take both if you want um just for the sake just for the sake of for sake of combat i'm good with that yeah Oh my god, I'll give you their initiative scores because this is wild.
0: Um, Okay, you write them down at your end. I've got a lot of initiatives to work out at this end. Who's your horse? I just want to let you know right now I rolled two dice, one next to the other for Maud
2: and Aristobulus. I got a natural 20 and a natural 1 for initiative. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight's going to get wild, folks. (laughs) Oh my god, I just rolled a natural 20 again for Tati.
1: Those are binary dice. They've just got
2: two two yeah. settings. Fucking Buck Wild.
0: Yes. If you could all give me your initiatives, that would be massively help. Any
2: particular order?
0: Well, just read them out and I'll put them. Okay. Uh, Tati
2: got a 24. Brilliant. Aristobulus got a 21. Wow. Uh, That's brilliant. Uh, Maud got a 1.
1: <laughs> I got an 8. Yeah. And I got a 13.
0: Let me just put these in order. Talk amongst yourselves, I'll be right back.
3: Mm-hmm. I, like,
1: I like waterfalls.
2: <laughs> and mountains. I, I love, like trains. I love a holiday with both waterfalls and mountains. Can this just be great because we're just listing things that you like? Yeah. I mean that's it. <laughs> yeah. I like waterfalls. I like rain. I like mountains.
3: <laughs>
1: Oh, that's 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 pretty because cool, like a lot of the time you get waterfalls near mountains because exactly. the water's falling off the mountains, so it's kinda you know, it's like cheese and butter just goes together. I'm unconvinced on that statement.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna call you on it. Not yet.
1: If you have you never had cheese with butter? Just a bit of good you know, old bit of cheese and then Wipe, wipe some
2: butter on that. Did you almost say a, b- a bit of a bit of cheese and then a bit of butter? <laughs> no, no, no. I had some.
1: Um, oh, I had some of the that finished cheese that the cheese lady tried to warn me about.
2: Oh, the uh, the blue stuff.
1: Yeah, and it is like um, it's it's the only cheese I've ever eaten where it like burns your throat. <laughs> It's like, it's like, um, the only thing I can compare it's like whiskey, like really strong whiskey, like it burns all the way down.
2: And it's um, not, it's like not, this.
1: yeah, well, yeah, you, someone's gonna have to, because it's like, I had one little bit and I was like, <laughs> this is, uh, this is a a trip. It's, it's, it's a mold, it's a mold like spores and it just kind of comes out, like when you yeah, yeah I, I guess it, it is, yeah. In real time, yeah. Just like... It's like, yeah, it's not, it's not like, chilies or heat or anything. It's just
2: burning from pure like cheese turned all the way up. It's just Shout out to um shout out to the cheese lady at the uh the Finnish market who was on that episode of Somebody Feed Fell. What's it what was it called?
1: Shout out to You Stuck
0: Okay. This is gonna get really fucking complicated because we've got a hell of a lot of um we've got a hell of a lot of characters going on on a boat simultaneously, but we're gonna do our very best. To pick our way through it, as I'm going to share a picture <gasps> with all of these peoples, though so they know where they all are. That's
2: a that's a good point as well. I should, uh, in fact, uh, Barbara will act on my initiative. Uh, so I, won't, yes. I won't overcomplicate. And me.
0: Marvin, Marvin can act on Maud's initiative too. There we go, listeners. Sorry that took a little moment for us to gather our wits together, but we do currently have. Quite a few different people simultaneously beating each other.
3: Not yeah. I'm
1: really sad that we need this boat for our journey because I really want to just blow a hole in it, but mm. I know
2: that's it's not going to be good yeah i'm 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 keeping my hands away from the the dagger of fireball. <laughs> like just like you can imagine like Tati watching this tense standoff go down in the way that like. In the old west, they'd have like the draw thing. tatis has yeah. got his hands over the daggers. Then he's just like, "Fuck! I used the wrong one." The boat blows up. Everyone's dead. I'd love to see a scene, maybe like where like
1: Tati and Belshaw are unhappy with each other, and one <laughs> one throws a ice knife, or the other throws a fire knife.
3: Mm.
0: <laughs> yep, love that. So you can see the denizens of the ship. There they all are, outlined for you, so that you can see them. You make them all out. Uh, let's see. Yes, uh... yes, you're the ones in yellow, so you can see Maud, Hanash, Aristobulus, Tatty. Tati. Uh, GT is for Goat, <laughs> which is Marvin, <laughs> and uh, LB is Lady Slash Barbara, because you know, call her what you will. Uh, you can see SL in green is Sleepy, and he's got three minions. And you can see uh, DN is Dutch Nuggets, and he's only got two minions.
3: Okay. Hmm, oh, easy.
0: So at the top of the initiative round is Tatty. As you suddenly see people pulling out pistols, they've got like um you know, like buckshot pistols that they're pulling out of pantaloons and cutlasses are being pulled out of waistlines. Um what do you find yourself doing, Tatty, as you find yourself in the middle of the fight and the most alert to the danger? Okay
2: uh is sl sleepy did he say
0: sure is yes
2: right yeah uh i can see because everyone's color-coded uh i love how the pets have got a separate team that's my favorite (laughs) thing well it's just easier
0: to identify them as pets yeah yeah. 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 i'm
2: not taking the piss i'm fully (laughs) um how far away am i from uh sleepy um you'll be about five feet away okay uh, his range attacks are going to be disadvantaged. disadvantage.
0: So you see Sleepy pull out a pistol and aim it at Dutch Nuggets, who's still belly laughing. He's holding on to his belt with thumbs tucked underneath them as he's like, <laughs> pussy. Pussy. Uh,
3: okay.
2: First off, Barbara is going to run over and attack, uh, Sleepy. No, Barbara gets a
0: seventeen to hit. Uh, that's equal to his armor class. Uh, I think with AC
2: meets it, beats it off the top of my head. Okay. Um, because it's the same with saving throws as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you hit, you hit Sleepy's armor class. Bang on with that. Okay. Uh,
2: Barbara does eight damage.
0: Heat damage. Oh man! Already, he's looking uh, hurt. As you see, the teeth of the wolf sink into his shin. As you just hear the old man going, "Oh no! Down, girl, down!" Uh,
2: so Tatty is gonna fuck it. I'm gonna bonus action. Hunter's mark. Sleepy. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna because he's within five feet of me. Uh, I'm gonna take out my rapier um, yep. and attack him with it. Basically, it seems seems about right. And um, I think I get a sneak attack because he's being attacked by Barbara as well. I don't get. Advantage. You can do that. Yes. Yes. I don't get advantage on it, but I do get a sneak attack if I hit. Um.
0: 17 again. 17 again, Yep, yeah, straight on his armor class. Right. I need to very quickly get my dice together. D6. Uh,
3: Another D6. Oh, my God. This is wild. Oh, uh,
2: 14 damage to Sleepy. Dude. And also, who is within... Who? His, his minions are within 30 feet of him. Yeah, they're within like 10 feet of him.
0: Uh, one and two are three is up in the crow's nest. Ah, so uh,
2: number two yes. is going to take three damage as um, I guess this is probably the first time that Tati's ever actually seen this happen. Um, as a, a kind of ghostly spectral figure. yeah, Like a, almost like a, a uh, the ghost of like a long dead pirate like mm. rises out of the ship and just mm. like just like drags its cl- drags its like cold dead hands across this guy's face. It doesn't look like it's like fully like it's not like tearing his face apart or anything like that. It's just
0: like the the
2: touch of cold necrotic hands.
0: Uh, Is it doing necrotic damage or psychic damage or something like that? It does.
2: I think it does necrotic damage.
0: Um, okay. Off the top of my head, that's terrifying.
2: Yep, necrotic damage.
0: So, as the first sailor looks over at the other one, you just see a pair of like ghostly hands just appear, almost like mist, out of the planking of the ship as they come up and they they pierce the eyes of the sailor as he just lets out a hollow howl and there's a shiver that goes about all of you. There's all of you certainly, you know, amongst Tatty's friends, are very concerned about the kind of magic that he suddenly finds himself dabbling in. This isn't good. Okay. That's noted. Anything else? Um I think
2: that'll probably do it for Tatty and Barbara. Um yeah, I think we're both going to stay kind of in melee range with Sleepy.
0: Okay. So it is now Sleepy's turn who has got a wolf like frottaging his left leg and uh he's also got Tatty in front of him as Sleepy looks over with some disgust, some degree of Fear in his face as he looks over at the sailor who's just been ravaged by spectral hands as he has his pistol still pointed at Dutch Nuggets. Looking over at you, he suddenly realises that you're the bigger threat to him than Dutch Nuggets, and he swings around his pistol, and he's going to discharge it directly at you, Tatty. I think
2: if I think if he's within five feet, then he gets disadvantage on ranged attacks. I, I think that's a thing, because it's why I didn't use my...
0: Jesus Christ, he's still got a 19, even with disadvantage. Absolute smoking hot hit. Smoking hot hit as you feel a blow to your shoulder as you take uh, seven points of damage. Ooh. Um, as you feel an explosive shock in your shoulder as you're thrown backwards uh, and you look down, there's a crater in your shoulder, a shooting pain. Feels like it's broken some bone. As uh, you fall backwards as Barbara looks at you with a with a look of consternation on her face. She is worried about you. Um, and with that, we will leave him as we are going to go to one of his minions, one of Sleepy's minions, the one who's just watched his face, his mate's face get ravaged. He is going to... Uh, he also has a pistol on him He's going to pull out his pistol, aim it at you again, Tatty. This is turning into a mass shootout here. Yeah. As this time he gets 17 to hit. These goats.
2: Give one of the guns to the goat. Tatty. Pardon, sorry. I was telling, telling Hanash that we need to get these guns. I thought he said goats.
0: Uh, I thought he said armor goat. Uh, one of uh, Sleepy's minions, number one, has just fired his pistol at you as well and uh, has discharged it and got a 17... Hits. Hits. He does you a mere three points of damage. As you fall backwards, you feel a graze across your arm as the, the planking next to you explodes in a pile of splinters as you look down and just see a graze across your arm as you take a further three points of piercing damage. And it is with that that it is Aristobulus's go.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy, what are we going to do, out Aaron Stobulus?
3: That's his new voice.
2: Oh boy, could he knock them off the ship with his fellows? He potentially could, but you, you know. could
0: turn the you could turn the ship into like lollipop sticks and splinters. Yeah, that's the,
2: that's what I don't want to do. Uh, true, true. <laughs> uh.
1: So, any uh, first-time listeners, the phallus refers to a spiritual weapon and not Aristobulus
0: actual phallus.
2: <laughs> Aristobulus isn't just declaring cleric, the
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, Aristobulus does use his penis as a divining god exactly. when he uses yeah, yeah, yeah. finding.
3: Uh, it's very
0: true. but very uh, It's not a weapon. Yeah, for any sp- he, he has a spiritual weapon, which is a giant spectral blue phallus that he uses to dick-slap his opponents into the next dimension.
2: Okay. Okay. Um- Aristobulus is going to use uh, a charge from his robe of stars. He's gonna, he's gonna go. Oh shit! Back, tap his shoulder like it's like he's like pulling a rip cord or something, and it like pull off one of the stars from it, and he just yes. like he throws it into midair, and then it turns into yep. like magic missile stars. Yes. Um. So I need to check this actually because it. So it casts magic missile at a fifth level, which is Jesus. which is fucking wild. Um I need to I need to look at this. Can we cast this I'm about to creates one more dart for each slot level above first. So three darts is first level, second, third, fourth. That's seven fucking darts. That's like seven d four that automatically hits.
0: Alright, go for it. Seven D four. So, a possibility of 28 points of damage if I'm. is like Eurovision. Seven. Uh,
2: each one is. Oh. Each one is 1d4 plus one. So it's like 7d4 plus seven. I, I need to do some quick maths. 20, 22 plus seven. 29.
0: Ooh. He's going to you, you haven't actually you haven't declared who you're attacking. Yeah, right? I was going to
2: say he's attacking <laughs> uh the
0: we're, we're professional if nothing else. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's attacking uh the sailor number 2, the one that I think I got with
0: um just to make this clear for the listeners, they're very much attacking the sailors on sleepy side of this mutiny <laughs> and leaving Dutch nuggets friends alone. Yeah. Um Okay, so number two, who'd already taken a spiritual, spectral attack to the face, looks up as he, on his face as he's like, oh no, as just magic missiles rain down on him. Now, how much does he take? 29. <sighs> yep. As you all look over at him, like something out of a, the montage out of an 80s action film, he's just riddled with spiritual bullets as he's Swiss-cheesed. As he looks down at his own chest where a giant smoking cavity has opened up, where all of these spiritual darts have hit him, as he just sticks his own hands into his own chest cavity and pulls them out, sticky with viscera, as he just lets out a kind of like... uh, As he stumbles sideways and just falls into the well of the uh, emergency boat. There's like a, a rowing boat. Which is, there's a couple of them on the deck of the ship, and he, he lands in the life raft. Sorry, that's what I should have called it. He lands face down in the life raft where pools of blood start coagulating underneath him as a smoking hole has been blown clean through him.
2: Um, I guess while he's got something else he can do, Aristobulus is gonna wander over to the goat and, and try and, try and calm it i assume that the goat would probably be freaking out a little bit at this point
0: uh yeah is he going to go over to the goat yeah okay so as he goes over to marvin marvin marvin's looking starry eyed at the marvin who's actually standing next to the um life raft as marvin's looking slightly starry eyed at the corpse of the sailor as aristobulus just leans in and just tickles him under his ear and is like it's all right boy don't worry It's a circle of life. Some of us are born and some of us die.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) Not something that you tell a child or an animal.
0: He also says, I once put this robe of stars in for dry cleaning. I didn't tell the person (laughs) behind the counter (laughs) it was magical.
2: It wasn't an arcane dry
0: cleaners. Nah, took out a whole city block. (laughs) Their blood will always be on my hands. My God. (laughs) And more importantly, on the bottom of this garment. (laughs) Is that the end of Aristobulus's go? It is, yeah. Okay, right. At which point, if you're looking at your maps, it is the red number two Dutch Nuggets minion who is in the life draft on the other side, as he looks up, sees that you have taken their side. Um as he looks at the only target he can see easily, which is Sleepy, who's got Barbara like chowing down on his toes. Um, as he um, pulls out his one-shot pistol and shoots at Sleepy. And he is going to get 17, which is not enough for Sleepy. Oh, I thought,
2: I thought his armour class was 17.
0: Oh, no, it is. Sorry, it's 17. I'm an idiot. Sorry, I'm very, I misread that. Yep, quite right, listeners. Patty loves, Patty loves she can watch. Keeping me honest. Uh yes, eighteen, which is enough, so he's gonna do this. As he takes uh seven points of damage. Sleepy taking a further seven points of damage. As you see a bullet hit him in his stomach as Sleepy's like, Oh, come on! This isn't fair, this is mutiny. We're just having a little chit-chat. No need to get in. involved by a dog, shot in the gut. What's wrong with good old parley? <laughs> As uh, you see the little pirate, he'd popped up in the little boat, fired his pistol, and he just pops back down. (laughs) Back down into. Sounds like a board game. (laughs) Pop up pirate. Other board games are available. (laughs) Please don't sue us, Hasbro. Uh, Right. At this point, number three in the crow's nest, who has got a rifle, is going to lean out of the crow's nest and take a shot at Dutch nuggets and miss. As you... Well, I'm going to assume a two is a this, and I know it is. As you see the decking explode up in splinters as Dutch doesn't even flinch. As you hear the recoil of the rifle up in the crow's nest, you look down at the small smoking hole next to Dutch's boot as he's still just with his thumbs tucked into his belt, laughing.
3: <laughs>
0: That's
2: not how you kill someone. Um, Tati is going to... Tati sees the... Uh, the shot from the rifle and the explosion in the decking of the ship, and he, yes. he having already thought to himself when he saw the the pistols firing, uh, he's going to say, "I got to, I got to get me one of those." That's
0: all. I'll have what he's having. Dutch is basically Dutch is hard as nails. He's not taken cover. He's not flinched. He's not shown any kind of fear. Um, he is. He's, he's holding his nerve. He doesn't even move. He could do, but he's just. He's showing how unafraid of this mutiny he is as he just stands there. Right, that then moves us onto him as he pulls out a pistol and he's going to aim it directly at Sleepy and he's going to fire. He hits, as he does, as he does, nine points of damage to Sleepy. Jesus Christ. Sleepy takes a shot to... His hand, as you see several fingers fly off Sleepy's hand, as he's like, "Ah, come on. I didn't mean it. (laughs) I was just testing the
3: waters.
0: (laughs) You always told me I should use initiative. (laughs) At which point, it's going to be Dutch Nuggets number one. His little minion number one is going to um, use almost all of his movement to start climbing the rigging to try and get to the guy in the crow's nest. Which means it's Belsia. You're up.
1: That's the pig. the pig? Cow had to go.
0: The pig on the bottom left-hand corner. Yeah. <laughs> the pig is uh, the pig is currently like hunkered down next to the <laughs> barrels of fish. That's good. Um Belsier's
1: gonna first of all run behind um, Aristobulus and Marvin and try and use Marvin as some cover. <laughs> um, ah. Let's hope Maud doesn't listen to the one. <laughs> And then, I mean, because he, he could get hit by something anyway, so he might as well be
0: flying chunks of game. Yeah.
1: Um, and then he's cycling through all his, like, his inventory
0: with, yeah, yeah.
1: like, different colors and flashes coming up in his hand. And then he scrolls back to, to Ice Knife.
0: Oh, a classic.
1: Um, so I'm going to assume if I shoot at Sleepy, I can target one and two as well. And use Careful Spell to protect Barbara and Tatty. Because I'm nice to my friends. Um So I'll roll to hit. And I never hit, so this will be a surprise. Uh, that's a 14 to hit. Does not hit. No. Oh. <laughs> but I'm going to explode that. Which... Gives everyone. Oh yeah, because yeah, everyone needs to take a dexterity saving throw, or they take nine plus nine plus seven. That's sixteen. Take sixteen damage.
0: Take sixteen damage. Actually, you no. Know,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna use empowered spell Ooh. to reroll the one I got. So what do I say? Sixteen. Sixteen. Ooh. Yeah. So I'll say fifteen plus
0: to
2: <laughs>
1: wow. 17 damage take that 17 damage. just
2: just explain for me does so using careful spell does that mean that i am protected completely or does it mean that i succeed the saving throw you
1: you automatically save the saving throw so you don't get hit oh okay for 17 damage
0: 17 damage As you see the icicle, the shard of frozen ice, fly through the air, it misses Sleepy's shoulder, slams into the boarding behind his head. As he looks around and he's like, Well, that was close. As it blows up, you see um, Minion number one picked up and thrown overboard with half his body torn off as he lands in the cold waters beneath with a splash. As you look over, at sleepy, who is looking grim, sleepy has now lost one part of his face. One part of his face is a complete wreck, with like fluids dripping out as he's on the floor. As he's like, "This is not how I thought this going."
1: I shout out, you'll you'll learn never to trust me again.
0: <laughs> you telling tales out of school, you you twat. <laughs> we can have it all. Oh. He
2: still seems confident. I don't, I don't know what it is about this sleepy guy. He still seems confident.
0: <laughs> it's not over yet. <laughs> it's not over yet. You twat. Yeah, twat. <laughs> uh, which points? Panaches go. How far
1: am I away from the crow's nest?
0: Ooh, that's okay. Um, using our Pythagorean mathematics, I would say 40 feet.
1: Okay, that's too far. Uh... I'm gonna try some blunderbuss. Ah. <laughs> Shoot a hole in the
0: To be bone. able to throw dynamite under it
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately I don't have any dynamite left. Oh, oh man. Uh yeah, I don't know if it's gonna work, but I wanna go towards Sleepy. Yep. And I wanna take Sleepy's hands. <laughs> and I want <laughs> And I want to um spin him around yep. and throw him overboard like he would a shop putt.
0: i see okay okay um right first off i would say make me a opposed athletics check against sleepy just
1: frantically flicking through the dungeon master's guide for the rules on throwing
0: someone like a shot put tan no i'm just trying to move the bloody map listeners i'm having all sorts of problems with the map today if i sound a little bit distant it's because I am trying to move the sodding map. There we go. Right. Um. Yes, Hanash. As you try and pick up Sleepy and hurl him overboard, he's obviously going to make an opposed check against you. So can you make me a strength check, please, Hanash? He
2: already did an athletics check.
0: Right. Sorry, athletics. Um,
2: uh, I got a 10.
0: 10 athletics. Your lucky days. He got a 7, mostly because he's so blown apart as he's too tired and too to um hurt to to put up much of a fight and also you're twice the man he is and about a third of his age as you pick him up
1: uh i, I so i i spin him around and i go wee <laughs> uh, and i get faster and faster and closer to the edge of the boat and i and i go bombs away and and i let go of him into the seat.
0: Okay. Oh, for the sake of narrative, at this point, I'm gonna say you you you've got him grappled, and you've taken him over to the edge, as Dutch Nuggets shouts at you to hold him.
1: Okay, I hold him overboard.
0: You can hold him overboard. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna we're we're going to move on to Mauds go.
2: I do love how intimidating it must be for Hanash to just squeeze squeeze by. Guy number two,
3: being, being like,
2: excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, just can I just get past you? I need to, I need to take this guy to the water and then just be like, oh no, you don't want him in there? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh I'm hoping to, number two got was... hurt
1: me now because if he hurts me, Sleepy's gone. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You've got partial
0: cover. Yes. Okay, so Hanash, you are holding Sleepy over the, his legs are dangling just, well, long way above the cold blue sea. As it is Maud's go. What is Maud doing? Okay. Uh,
2: Let me see. So number one is gone, right? Mm,
0: Number two is dead in the life raft. Number one is still by the barrel.
2: Oh, number two is dead in the life raft. Number one is still by the barrel. Okay.
0: Sorry, in a minute, we're going to go back all the way around and I'll send you a map so that you can see what's
2: going on. Gotcha. Maud is going to, hmm, this... This, 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 this is these different classes, man. This is why I like to like to take everyone's characters during combat because because it's because it's fun because it's, it's 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 great. If I just keep talking, then no one knows that I don't <laughs> know what I'm talking about.
1: He's going to use fight animals to make sure you definitely know where Marvis
2: look at animals. Look at animals.
1: <laughs> Do
3: it now. Enhance! Enhance!
0: (laughs) Uh, Aristobulus just gets an erection. It's like, I can locate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you
2: can, but we don't like it when you do that.
0: (laughs) You wouldn't let me stop at the animal brothel in Nicodrama. (laughs) Right, what are you doing? Sorry, I'm just reading one of our abilities. Rather, what's Maud doing? Okay,
2: two questions. How far is it from where Maud is to the... um, to the post where the crow's nest is. And then question number two is, how tall is the crow's nest?
0: 30 feet to the crow's nest, um, about 40 feet up. Ah,
2: okay. That absolutely takes out that plan completely. There's uh, a bonus action. Not really.
0: Um, We're just going to have a little bit of montage music here, probably in the podcast. We'll be like, yeah, sorry, I'm not used to it. I'm not used to, uh, I'm not used to, I'm
3: used
2: to doing that. Just, they're just, there's just a lot of. Come on, Matt.
0: You've usually got some royalty-free jingles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've, got <it. laughs> I've got it. I've got it. I
2: know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> please stop! I know. <laughs> what I'm, please stop! Everybody stop before we get to. Um Maud is gonna. Do you say it was? 30 feet, 40
0: feet up. 30 feet to the bottom of the the post, the mast.
2: Uh, So Fairy Fire has a range of 60 feet. Can she... I mean, I'm happy for her to move a little bit closer.
0: There's a scenario. Move her to the bottom of the stairs and you'll be in range. So I will move her. You make her to the bottom of the stairs. As she looks up, she sees one of Dutch Nugget's minions climbing the rigging. She looks up even higher and she sees one of Sleepy's minions. They have to make Rifle.
2: a, a uh, dexterity save and throw. Okay.
3: Ooh, 15.
0: Ah, they make it. Ah, piss and
3: shit.
0: Ah, <laughs> piss and shit. Name of the episode. Nah. And nothing? Just fairy fire flies off into the sky like a firework?
2: It's fairy fire. That was an action. She's uh, not really got anything she can do as a bonus action.
0: As fairy fire flies off into the sky, it misses the top of the um, head of the minion in the mass as it, it arcs off and hits a seagull that's flying past as you see a seagull lit up like a lighthouse.
2: Everyone gets advantage on that seagull.
1: <laughs> sure. if
0: hit it. It, if hit it, It's gonna
2: be a big hit. I use my boots
1: of striding to jump. <laughs> I will take
0: it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, right, that is if you're done with Maud, you done with Maud? Yeah. Uh, right, right back up to the round top of the round it is Tati's go.
2: Okay. Okay. Um I guess to get in range, Tati is probably gonna have to walk to probably where roughly where Maud is uh to get within oh no, eighty feet. I yeah, think you could yep. probably do it from a bit further back. Um Tatty is gonna bonus action, steady aim, so actually won't move. Uh which will give me advantage on my attack roll. Um, he's going to take out his short bow.
0: Oh, nice.
2: And get ready to plant a shot.
0: This is all whilst compensating with a gunshot wound to the shoulder. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's, he's
2: hard. Uh, that's a natural 17, so a 27 to hit.
0: Jesus Christ, yes, you hit. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, okay, right, so you've na- 27 to hit the guy in the crow's nest. Absolutely, as you Robin Hood Prince of Thieves are. Uh, he takes twenty-one damage. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, as he takes an arrow to the throat as he's like, <sighs> as he starts hacking up blood. He's still alive for now. For now, um, still got a bit of health in him. Action, bonus action. Okay.
2: Uh, there's no other. There's no other people around, right? That are threatening us at this point.
0: No, sleepy's hanging off the side of a boat with Hanash and um, that guy is just up in the crow's nest. He's had fairy fire, you know, and you've just shot him in the throat with an arrow. Um,
2: uh, I think Barbara's probably going to hold, hold her action until mm. if, if this guy in the crow's nest falls, in which case she will probably take an attack on him.
0: I'd love to say narratively that Barbara is still holding on to Sleepy's leg as <laughs> <but> she's hanging off <laughs> the side of the ship, but she isn't. I'm not that... I'm not that kind of... Toy, <laughs> I is. am awful strong. I wouldn't notice. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the end of Tatty's turn. That's the end of Barbara's turn. At least Sleepy. Sleepy's going to make a opposed athletics check with you as he attempts to... You're holding him by the throat off the side of a ship as he's going to make an opposed athletics check, which he hasn't done very great. He's got 14. What do you get, Hanash?
1: 19.
0: There you go. He's he putting up... He's, you see him, like, trying to dig his nails into your hand. That, uh, he's not up to much. He's in a world of... Puny Sleepy. Sleepy <laughs> too is dead, that leaves. Aristobulus. What is Aristobulus doing? Aristobulus. He was petting um, Marvin a moment he ago. He
2: was. Uh, oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Here's what Aristobulus is going to do. Uh, he's going to get within 60 feet of the, um, of the, the guy in the crow's nest. Yeah, Um and he's gonna he's gonna cast command on <clears> on <throat> on him and he's gonna God. command it's a one word command, so I'm thinking it's either jump or fall. Can you say overboard? <laughs> <laughs> Fall's a good one.
3: Uh
2: I'm gonna s I'm gonna say he says But you could fall on the spot. You could all jump on the spot. You could jump on the spot. That's the thing. I'm going to say that Aristobulus tells this guy overboard. Uh, He has to make a wisdom saving throw uh, against a DC of 14.
0: Got it. Hold on one (laughs) sec. You got four. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! As he is wrestling with the arrow sticking out of his throat, as blood is bubbling up over his mouth. As you see Aristobulus look up at him, And Aristobulus jangles around with some religious looking jewelry on his chest, pulls one out and mutters some words. You see kind of like Aristobulus's eyes go like a weird, almost topaz color as he's looking up. It's almost the same as you saw. And remember when you were in in court and he tried to influence one of the jurors? Yeah. Same effect. As he looks up at the man in the crow's nest, who has got bigger fish to fry as the man suddenly just leaps off the side of the crow's nest. He aims for the sea. He misses. He hits the edge of the boat, (laughs) cracking his skull open, (laughs) spraying blood and viscera across the side of a pig as his body pinwheels into the cold waters below. Oh,
2: right. So his body's still in the water. Okay. I was going to say, if his body still ended up on the boat, then Barbara was going to use her held action to run and go have dinner. But...
0: (laughs) I like the idea if you held an action Barbara just Barbara leaps off into the freezing cold water (laughs) Um, and that is where we are going to leave combat because everyone is dead except
3: Mm -hmm.
0: sleepy Um, we're going to leave combat at that point and we're going to have a quick drinks break
1: yay
2: woo yay woo more combat
0: Nicely done. I'm not hundred percent sure anyone on Dutch's side took a single wound.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're uh we're we good teammates. I took all of those hits for everybody.
0: <laughs> you did. Classic,
2: classic rogue party roll, jumping in front of everyone to take those hits. <laughs> I really
1: wanted to like get up to like, the wheel and turn it to knock everyone off. But most I people, was really looking <laughs> forward to that. But most people were dead by that point. Yeah. I was like,
2: oh <laughs> much a <laughs> I was like, Lots yeah, we were, we were strategizing them and I was like, I don't think you could get there in one round because you'd have to do movement and action to get there. And then I was like, oh, but then you have action surge. You could totally do it.
3: You could throw that guy in the surge. fucking crow's nest. Yeah. <laughs> wild.
0: Okay. No worries, right? I, we're all going to go and get a drink. We will be back here in a few minutes. Montage music, listeners. Montage
3: <laughs>
0: Hold music. <laughs> okay as we come back into the adventure all of you looking around the carnage on the deck there's blood and viscera sprayed around there's part of a ginormous shaft of an icicle that's slowly melting uh sticking out of the side of the deck as you all look around you realize that dutch nuggets hasn't actually moved that much he is a cool customer as you see the howling form of sleepy legs dangling over the ocean, as Hanash holds him by his throat, you feel the air choked out of him as Dutch Nuggets comes over to your side, Hanash. And he says,
3: I like your style,
0: green man. As he he twangs the piece of metal in your head. I'm not even going to ask where you got this.
1: Do not touch my metal again.
0: Okay, I understand boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I am a sailor. I feel the same way about my toes.
1: I, uh, I quickly play footsie with him.
0: <laughs> All right. As he looks over at Sleepy, he's like, Well, Sleepy, you've got yourself in it now, haven't you, you little shit? What made you think that this crocodile would be a suitable replacement for me anyway?
1: <laughs> Felsia just looks around, completely unaware of what, what he's kicked off.
0: Belciar just picking up like specimens. He's got like test tubes and petri dishes. Uh, he's just doing science things. He's
1: just scraping bird shit into a into a little <laughs> test tube for, for later analysis.
2: I'm 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 seeing like the the you know those 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 memes like the one that's got like the stock market thing and it's got the guy next to it that's like don't but it's but it's it's Belciar with science like. Scient. <laughs> by, by analysis, does he mean meal
3: time?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. As uh, you all look around, you see Barbara and Marvin are just standing to one side together on the higher deck, and they're both watching the seagull that's been hit by fairy fire <laughs> as it swoops around like an illuminated miniature dragon. Um, both of them are just watching it. Almost like you're doing know, a tennis match where everyone's head goes left and then everyone's head goes right. Yeah. Like both of them are just watching the um, the, the the bird duck and swoop. As Hanash, your arm is starting to get a little bit tired.
1: You must be mistaken. My arms never tire.
0: <laughs> this is your good arm. <laughs> this is your arm you used for pleasantries. <laughs> um, as, um, pleasantries. <laughs> hey, you can give, you can take. Uh, it takes All two to pleasure.
2: tango, Tatty. All pleasure, no pain. Well, <laughs> oh, some pain. Oh. oh, there you go. Can I? Um, can I? Can I? Can I do a little um, check on uh, any of the? I mean, I know that Sleepy's being held overboard. One of his people uh, was thrown overboard. Um, can I? To them. Actually, the guy from the crow's nest was basically thrown overboard as well. Can I? Can I check and loot whoever is still around? I'm very Absolutely. interested in these guns, yes. you see. I'm very interested.
0: Yeah, I thought you might be. I thought you might be. Okay, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So um, there were three henchmen. One was blown, had a massive crater blown out of his chest with magic missiles. He's lying face down in the life run. Uh, one of them was blown off the side of the ship by a nice knife, and the other one was brainwashed into committing suicide by leaping from the crow's nest and dashed his brains out on the railings and fell into the sea.
2: The Final Destination himself, <laughs> I think, is what you're, you're saying.
0: <laughs> it's been a hot while since I've seen Final Destination, but I will take your word for it. Yeah. The only thing I remember about Final Destination, I think it's the second one where someone has a sheet of glass dropped on them from height. That sounds about right. Uh, but anyway, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting off-brand. Um, you walk over to the body. Of the guy who is dead in the life raft as um it's icky business, there is viscera and gore. The whole bottom of the life raft is currently like tomato soup <laughs> um, it's it, i mean as i've said there is there is a clear hole all the way through him uh, as you have to turn him over there's just a startled look frozen on his face um and also you find some of ta- um, and also, you find some of Sleepy's fingers. I think you remember I said earlier on that uh, there was a pistol shot, and um, ah. Sleepy lost some of his fingers. You now find some of the fingers in the life raft. Um, as yeah, you find a flintlock pistol. Writing that down. So uh, yeah, you've got a flintlock pistol. You've got some um, you've got some balls to go with it, and um, shot. <laughs> that's the word. That was you've got some <laughs> shot to go with it. And also, there is a pouch of powder, but it's somewhat blood clod now if like like it, you may need to find I don't doubt there's a lot of gunpowder on this ship, so you find a very sodden bloody bag of powder um then you find a nice assortment of pirates gold, it had a little coin purse um that had twenty three gold seventeen silver in it amazing
2: seventeen.
0: You also find a bloodied message that says, I owe you one back massage. Um, that's nuggets. <laughs>
2: Sorry, just writing it down. Uh, I think
0: as you have to sm- you have to smear some of the blood off the note to make out,
2: yeah. Uh, I think Tati uh sees that and he's like, Oof, uh, I'm just not gonna, just not gonna question that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just a bit like. Palm that off on some random crew member. <laughs> 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 While Belty is sleeping, he just gets a note put into his pack.
0: You you get the feeling that what happens at sea stays at sea. As a lot of trading goes for like negotiable physical affection. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Can I um, can I go and just make sure that the the guy that jumped off the crow's nest and committed suicide. Can I just make sure that his rifle isn't uh isn't hasn't like been left on the side of the ship or something like that?
0: Yeah, you can wander around up there. Um I mean just for the sake of keeping this storyline moving and not wasting your time and mine. The the rifle went over with him. Cool. There's one hell of a mess. You see the coward form of a pig. The pig is being kind of pebble dashed with skull, brains, and blood, um as the pig is looking particularly scared. Marvin's made eyes at the pig. Um basically Marvin is like a horny goat. Uh, it's like Operation
3: U Tree <laughs> <laughs>
2: How
0: long have you been holding on to that one? I don't know, I just thought of it. Fuck. There we go. Uh,
2: I think I'll probably just I'll probably just wander over to Barbara and just just give her a quick like head scratch, chin scratch, just make sure that she's make sure that she's doing
0: alright. Barbara's got a piece of leather caught in her teeth from where she mauled Sleepy's leg as you, you pull a bit of leather caught between her teeth out her. She's eternally grateful. Mm. Um, we just left Hanash her here with this. with holding on to Sleepy. Sorry, it's a bit I, I like...
3: Know, it's, it's so no, 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 it's all right. It's a bit like
0: um, Terminator 2 where Dyson is holding on to the like, <laughs> trigger of the bomb as he's just like... <laughs> Uh, as, as Hanash is uh, holding the man over the edge, as um, it kind of plays out as, as Dutch is is like,
3: you chose poorly
0: <laughs> Dutch. No, I'm Dutch. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> it's been a long day. You chose poorly Sleepy. Sleepy can't even really, I mean, he's being held by his throat by Hanash. He can't really talk. Um, as Sleepy is waving around his hands, one of which is missing several digits. Um, as Dutch pats you on the back and is like I am appreciative of you putting down this mutiny for me so you may do with him as you wish I think Tati shouts take
2: his
3: gun <laughs>
0: <laughs> um
1: okay so I'm gonna bring him back to our side of the ship and like mm. I'm say, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go but I don't I tombstone him to death <laughs>
0: Jesus
1: <laughs>
3: Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I am not I <laughs> am <of> my
1: word. I am I'm already
0: Okay, right. So I used to support the WWF when I was a kid, but that was more trying to get pandas to fuck. I didn't really do the other WWF. <laughs> so you're going to have to explain to me. Chris is looking very confused
1: there. Right. So I've got by throat. Head to head, I then grab him by, I guess the balls, and then turn him upside down. Wow! And then I then grab, um, grab him like over his two legs, and then I kind of slam his head onto the ground.
0: Got it. Yeah. So as you spin him around, you hear a yelp from him. As you slam his head down once, twice, three times, there's a wet snapping noise as his neck is at a hideous angle. Um, as Nuggets is laughing to himself. He's like, <laughs> You're fired.
1: <laughs> Get out of my boardroom.
3: <laughs>
0: Nuggets. <laughs> As um, he gets back in his helicopter and just. Up- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Patty just looks over from like, wherever he is
0: with Barbara and just goes, Oof, that's going to leave a mark.
3: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs>
0: <to run> <laughs> this week was sponsored by Amstrad. Okay, yes. So, as you do for Sleepy, you just dump his body onto the deck, his head at a hideous angle, uh, and a horrible smear on the deck as nuggets. Slaps a big paw of a hand down on your shoulder. Even nuggets makes you look slightly small, Hanash. as he as he says, "Well, there's an opening for a first mate, if you will." I'll, I'll I'll think about it. Yeah, don't think too long. As he looks around at the other the other kind of sailors who survived, were all kind of slinking back into the shadows. You get some of them made their choices politically, knowing which way the wind was blowing. As he looks at them all, they all pretend to just be like sweeping. (laughs) One of them is just like sweeping up skull mats (laughs) with a broom, just whistling to himself. If this was
2: another musical episode,
0: that would be
1: a
2: very (laughs) jolly task.
1: I I, I say to him, I I don't do well under ranks, so I'm going to have to give it a miss this time. Much obliged though.
0: As um, he's like, okay, don't think too long one Of these little shits will take the opening. I don't mean that sexually.
3: <laughs>
0: As um, he he's, he's, he he skulks off to his deck, walks past Aristobulus, and is like, Not long for you, the eye of the storm is coming. And once we get there, I expect the second half of my payment. Aristobulus
2: says, <laughs> says nothing, is just he's just fucking quietly contemplating what he's gonna go through, uh, in a
0: just as um, earlier on, Belsiard described the way that he was going through his, like, mind palace, looking at all his different spells. <laughs> you just see Aristobulus goes to a quiet place as he's just going through his, like, sexual harem in his mind, his kind of mind palace, <laughs> as he's just almost got like a roller deck of sexual positions, <laughs> as he's just like quickly mentally whizzing through them all. It's, an- it's a mind palace, but his mind palace is just a brothel. Every
2: room, instead of a different sex worker, it's just Aristobulus. And in every room, instead of a client, it's just Aristobulus. And they're not doors. <laughs> they're, just... if they're not doors, they're just Aristobulus. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is Aristobulus. Just constantly fucking something else.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's rotating. You hear him, like, mumbling things. He's like, the Bucking Goblin. No, 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 no. I can't do a Bucking Goblin. Praying mantis. Screaming tote. No, no, can't do that. And then he's like, stupid Aristobulus. You, you'd need a rabbi and some poultry to do that one it's be the first time i ever get to do the captain we are at sea, after all (laughs) he's like the pulled pork as he looks at the pig (laughs) um right as at this point you see the storm is real close uh the storm is you're you're getting into it as um nuggets comes back from wandering around the deck like realigning his staff and explaining the new pecking order. He's had to he's had to reevaluate his org chart. Aristobulus is also rearranging his
1: stuff.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: oh,
0: dear God. Madaran, Stone Cold Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch Nuggets is like, I suggest you heal up. I don't know why I'm talking to Aristobulus. Dutch Nuggets is like, I suggest you heal up. I suggest you get a rest storm will be hitting in an hour. You better be in a good place before it does, because even with my experience, it's going to be rough. So be ready.
1: So just to confirm, are you going to be up here, you know, keeping keeping control over here and stuff, and we, we can rely on you to get us there safely?
0: Well, it's either me or you, isn't it? And you don't want the job. I do. So it'll be me.
1: Cool. I'm going to go for a snooze then, please. Well, you do what you
0: want. You paid me.
1: So I'd like—I'm not going to say this to him, but my action will be: I want to go to his room and sleep in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: okay, okay, okay. Chaos gone. Chaos
0: gone. <laughs> okay. Let me just pull up my map of the ship. Right. Yes. As you you go to so the door is shut. As you open the door, it's got a musty stench to it, Hanash.
3: Um.
1: I, I close the door behind me, and I'll, I'll have a little little nosy around first.
0: Okay. So as you look around, there is an ancient-looking rug on the floor with intricate patterns. It's a real work of art, but it's seen better days. It's a little bit moth-eaten. Over to the left-hand side, you see a table with a half-eaten dinner on it. Some sort of meat pie. Hard to hard to tell what kind of meat it is, but it's it's semi-eaten. You said semi-digested there. There is a dresser over to the right-hand side where you see various letters um, in, in different languages and, and various scrolls. You also see a puppet. There is a little marionette puppet on the side. Uh, and then you make your way over to the bed, which is a fine bed, which looks like um, it's quite stained as beds go, and quite rickety as you lean on it. It creaks a lot, and uh, you see that there's a little teddy bear uh, in the, on the bed. Uh, missing, missing an eye with its stuffing out. It looks like someone's skull fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: going to get into his bed. I'm going to get in the, under the covers. I'm going to flick the teddy bear away. because It freaks me out a bit. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a snooze.
0: Uh, as you flick the teddy bear onto the um, floor, you see it clank down. There's a claymore on the floor um, as the teddy bear lands next to the claymore face down. What's a claymore? As you- it's, like a, it's like a two-handed
1: sword. Okay. So so not, so not a bomb, not a proximity bomb. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. no. no. <laughs>
0: I have no doubt that the name of one derives from the other, but yeah. no. not, not still the... like,
2: Funnily enough, it still has the same instructions on the side of it. It's <laughs> face toward enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, right, it's, it's like right on the eye of the point.
0: You have to beat your enemy to death with the handle of a claymore. You're doing it wrong.
1: Is, is it a good claymore? Do I know?
0: Um... It's chipped and knackered. Uh, and uh, you, you're not the kind to be able to discern magic. It looks like it's done a job and seen some some action, as does the teddy bear. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, the, the bed is musty. It smells like Russell Brand's ballsack. Like this, this bed has seen some action, and you don't get the feeling that. There's a laundry service.
1: Do, do I get the feeling I'd rather sleep in one of the hammocks than this bed? Well,
0: it depends on your preferences. I mean, it's not an uncomfortable bed. It's, it's you know, it's luxury.
1: Okay, I'm just going to do a little farts to make it my kind of must. Then-
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like a cat scent marking, you just go around surface to surface, <laughs> just uh, doing drive-bys. Um, as, uh, yeah, you fecally fumigate. <laughs> The bed. Um you, you you basically Dutch oven yourself? Uh just to make it yours. Uh Belsior, is there anything you wanna do?
1: Um Belsior's just standing like standing to attention on the on the deck, waiting for his promotion slash job offer from Dutch Nug- Nuggets.
3: <laughs> but
1: he's not gonna
0: get it. Dutch nugs. Do you, do you want to actually engage Dutch Nuggets in conversation?
1: Not directly. I'm just going to stand there expectantly.
0: Oh, you're just going to want him? Ma- maybe there.
1: salute
2: him as he walks past? Professionally, I fuck. I think you're fine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: As, as you go to salute him, um, Dutch Nuggets is like, Don't salute me. Tells the enemy who to assassinate.
1: Yes, sir. Do no, And The
0: enemy could be anywhere here. Of course. I'll get to swabbing the decks. <laughs> I mean, you really don't need to. You have paid me in both cash and sexual favours.
1: Oh, yes, I suppose that's true. Oh,
0: yes. Okay. What do you like in a fight?
1: Uh, get behind the nearest goat. <laughs> Shoot ice and fire at people. I'm, I'm pretty good. I've killed a few dudes.
0: Also good at parties. Bar
3: mitzvahs. <laughs>
0: Oh, yes. Do you do naval weddings? Uh, it's always the first time for everything. Okay. You look like a coward, but you've got the eyes of a manslaughterist. You look like a man who's accidentally killed many people.
1: But that I have. There's some, some dark history toward Belcia. Excellent. Well,
0: like I said to the green one, there's a place here on the ship for you all. I'll take it. <laughs> Well, that was a quick offer. Some would say it's unlucky to have a crocodile on a ship at sea, but we've all heard the tales. Um, But I'm not one to hold with superstition. I'm a good swimmer and I'll uh, eat all your food.
1: Well, let me tell
0: you, if you're swimming, you're doing a bad
1: job. You should be
3: on
0: the deck.
1: Can you fire a cannon? Uh yeah no actually yeah well, this one time we were fighting pirates or something around Port Zun or, hey anyway, yeah and I was I was shooting all all kinds of things.
3: Hmm,
1: pretty pretty good at the right, old hand. Go,
0: excellent. Right, well I'm off to discharge my cannon. It's been lovely talking to you. Good, as, good hunting, Captain. As he as he as he just walks off. Uh, you notice now you are getting close to the storm. The weather is getting foul. The winds are sweeping onto the deck and even some of the brain matter on the top deck is starting to slide down in the rain and water. Oh boy. What are you doing? You, you're probably looking like you've probably only got about half an hour until the storm hits. Could
2: I, when, when, he, when he said that we had about an hour left, I'd love to be able to get time in for a short rest before,
0: yeah, absolutely. before,
2: the, before the storm hits because
0: I'm short of a few health points. So that'd be good. Uh, Another way you're going to have a small, you're going to have a, you're going to have a little disco nap. Yeah. Uh, to try and stave off the effects of a gunshot wound. Too. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
0: That's how it works. Yeah. Which probably just highlights some of the weird idiosyncrasies of the rules of Dungeons and Dragons. As you, <laughs> as you sleep, almost like Logan, that the bullet is just pushed out of you and the skin heals over, like Indiana Jones's dad.
2: Exactly how they do it in Nottingham. You know. Yeah, exactly, in Nottingham. That's how they do it.
0: That's how they do it in Nottingham. Okay, right, yeah. For our international listeners, um, can you describe Nottingham?
2: Um, I'll, I'll let you take this one because I, I, I need to do something. To, some. <laughs> to be fair, it's probably as close to America as you can get, like gun crime in
0: England. <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Wow, okay. Even the cats and dogs are armed in Nottingham. <laughs> that's fine you know what we, I don't think there's anything in this week's episode we're going to have to bleep out so um, we're just going to roll with that we're going to roll with that we've got a strong American demographic and um, yeah yeah I think that's a fair assumption that's a fair comparison to make about Nottingham okay Hanash as, as Tati is piddling around with his short rest you are dreaming as your as your demon comes back to you as you dream you just um, you have a dream of you Holding hands with a demon as you both just frolic through a meadow Uh, of flowers.
2: You and Theresa May.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I imagine my demon being like quite small, but like almost like the angry emotion on that Disney film about emotions, which I can't
0: remember. Oh, really?
1: Like it's like a head's like on fire all the time.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. I'm picturing it in like Avatar style. Not not fucking blue people like that fucking James Cameron shit. I'm picturing like Avatar, you know what I mean? Like legend of what is it? Yeah. Picturing like that kind of animation style. Mm. I don't know why. That's just
0: what I've got. Do you know what? I always imagined your demon. Did you ever watch the Poddington Peas?
1: No. No no idea. Yes.
0: Oh okay. There was an evil pea.
1: Yeah, there you go. There was an (laughs)
0: evil pea in the Poddington Peas. And uh, they were basically sentient peas. Um, okay, well, we'll go with yours. If you're, if you're in a demon, you can describe him however you wish. Don't let me trample all over your inner psyche. So
1: I, I asked the demon, uh, am I doing a good job at being chaos? Is chaos reigning? Or could I, what's my chaos appraisal?
3: As he's like, yes, yes. It is time for your annual appraisal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is a three hundred and sixty degree feedback session. We have asked your peers. As Tatty, you're asleep in a hammock. Tatty, as a voice comes to you and goes, "Yes, yes." Please fill out this short survey about your colleague.
3: I'm like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) I'm happy to leave you with a gift voucher to be redeemed at all good armourers and magical if you will fill out this simple five-question survey. Tatty is just coming
2: out of his little nap, and he's like, "How much is the gift voucher for?" Three hundred
0: gold pieces.
2: Three hundred <laughs> gold pieces immediately. Where do I? Can I have a quill to to write these answers down?
0: As the tip of your finger starts bleeding. Ah, ah, demon. Yes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay, I'm going to go through these questions and answer them vigorously.
0: On a scale of not very likely to very likely, how likely are you to advocate Hanash Smith as an advocate of chaos? Very likely. Excellent. (laughs) If a dog was drowning in a river on a scale of highly unlikely to very likely, how likely... Is Hanar Smith to save the dog? Very unlikely. He would, he would, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how he would do this. And
2: this is the manic of, but this is the magic of Hanash Smith. He would find a way to shit in that dog's mouth while it was in the water, while also not saving the dog. And you know what? He probably wouldn't even get wet while he was doing it.
0: It was a simple, unlikely to likely. But thank you. Oh dear. On a scale of highly unlikely to likely, How likely is Hannah Smith to wash his hands before eating dinner? Highly unlikely. How far does your scale go? (laughs) (laughs) On a scale of highly unlikely to highly likely, how likely is Hannah Smith to brush his teeth daily twice? Highly unlikely.
1: This is like a new format for your stand-up, JJ. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) it's fantastic.
1: Entire
2: segment of of fucking, like, performance review
3: questions.
0: (laughs) Before we finish this questionnaire, I must inform you that there has become an opening for another cursed acolyte of chaos. Do you know anyone who we could recruit? If you do know other willing victims to recruit, we will pay you a finder's fee. Alternatively, forward this email on to other people <laughs> and get them to contact me, During
2: Can I ask what the finder's fee is? Finder's fee is this.
0: As he shows you a thimble, this
2: is the thimble of wrath. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to investigate that because I have, I have no idea how to discern what it actually does. Um, I'm just going to say... Um, I don't know anyone at the minute, but can I, can I keep like a referral form that I can, I, can, I can send to them or write their name down on and it automatically gets to you?
0: Absolutely. As um, he is like, I am happy to leave you my calling card. My name is Jerry.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> can I turn, can I? Wait, so what does Jerry look like first off? I should have asked this first off.
0: Anash, how would you like to describe your inner demon?
2: Uh, so he's actually quite
1: small, probably like half the size of Tatty.
0: Half the size wow. of Tatty? Yeah,
1: yeah, really like small. Like an like an imp? Yeah, like 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 bright red. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> kind of looks like actually a, a Chody version of the um, the Play-Doh. Just
0: use the word Chody.
1: <laughs> you know the, the the Play-Doh person from Art Attack. Morph yeah yeah he's like <laughs> his his hair is
0: like fire, okay, that makes sense, okay, okay, but he's like, My name is Jerry. If you need me, simply make a pentagram out of your own blood, smear ash and fecal matter in the middle, and dial Jerry three two three two, three two <laughs> extension seven
1: Jerry adds. From time to time, the forces of chaos would like to send you carefully selected marketing information. <laughs> <about> marketing.
3: <laughs> if you don't wish to receive this,
1: please mark the area below with your blood.
0: But of course, be, being a force of chaos, a bit like all fucking GDPR things, you have to read it really carefully to yeah. make sure you haven't just agreed to a double negative. i the box if you do not.
2: If you would like to not not receive occasional potentially maybe marketing materials from Jerry and or Jerry's Associates yeah. in the Nine Hells, uh you should not tick this box. Can I can I do some sort of check? I don't know whether this would be like arcana or investigation or religion or something like that. Can I get a sense for like what kind of what kind of devil Jerry is? Like is he like of the is he of the Hells? Is he, like, some kind of weird fucking celestial being? Is he something from, like, the Fae? Basically, like,
0: what kind of creature he is. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, make me a perception check, or make me a religion check. Okay, okay. Oh,
3: that's not bad. That's not bad.
0: Um, that's 22. 22. Okay, so as you look at Jerry, like first of all you were terrified, but the more Jerry talks, the more he's humanized to you and you start calming and you know you're sweating, but you as you notice now, Jerry's wearing a sort of crumpled shirt with a tie off at an angle and a cigarette sticking out of his mouth. Gotcha. As you realize Jerry is mid-level corporate, like um he's trying hard and he's clearly got like he's punching above his weight with his girlfriend. Um they've got a kid on the way like Jerry's trying his hardest to make his way up the evil ladder but it's um sticky. He's part of corporate evil.
2: Yeah, he's like he's he's in the he's in the the nine hells. He's in that he's in
0: that kind of bureaucracy. Yep, yep, yep. Gotcha. He's making his way up corporate hell ladder. Uh he's somewhere in the middle but um he's someone's minion. Yeah. You get the feel. Okay. He's in a cheap crumpled suit with his tie off at an angle and a French cigarette sticking out of his mouth at a jaunty angle. French cigarette. I thought you said mid level bureaucrat. Um I'm gonna just before he before he
2: inevitably teleports away, I'm gonna say um thanks for thanks for looking out for Hunash for us, Jerry. Uh also can't knock the hustle. You're you know, someone like Hunash, you'll go far. As he
0: looks at you, he's like Yes, yes. Well, I get paid to do this. It is my job after all, but thank you very much for your kind words. I will pass them on to my line manager as uh, there's a horrible smell of sulfur and he's gone as you sit up in your bed sweating as uh, Barbara's just looking at you because she can't see any of this. Barbara's looking very concerned that you've just been talking to midair and you've now got a nosebleed. Um, as we pan back to Hanash quickly, um, you see Jerry appear before you. Jerry, Jerry basically says, yeah, yeah. I got about 270 degrees around your 360 degree. But the news is good so far. You are a wrong one. <laughs> I've
2: been waiting in this meadow and he just goes like, yes! <laughs> okay, crushing it!
0: He's like, you are certified fresh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but am I dank?
0: Yes. <laughs> As um, he, he basically says to you, and now... Mm. As I promised, you may have the bounties of chaos. As he says to you, you may pick plus one to any of your (gasps) attributes. Which I will let you, I'll let you choose that and you can, you can manage yourself. Uh, As he, as he says, you have been a dutiful servant of chaos. Not only have you made yourself useful to the powers of chaos, but. You have also made me look good to both my boss and my girlfriend, Tracy. <laughs> so, yes, yes.
2: I also love that. and I I'm honestly not saying this to make you self-conscious, AJ, about this character. But I love that every interaction with this demon, any time we've seen him, every, every one of his, well, his, like, introductory sentence has always started with, Yes. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, I know. No, yeah. Not hello or like
2: an, an evil version of hello. Yeah. Just,
0: yes. That's how he goes. He gets, he's a very lusty dude. He goes
1: to the fridge in the middle of the night and he, he takes out the milk and he's like, yes,
3: milk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to, hello, milk. <laughs> As um, he basically says, well, if you need me. I will be around. You know how to contact Anyway, but to take Tracy out on a shitty dinner. It's our anniversary. So, adieu. Au revoir. As you just see a poof as uh, you're sucked out of the meadow and dumped back into the bed as Dutch Nuggets. It's basically that weird confluence of things where, where like, your dreams always manage to marry up with where your alarm goes off mm. and your dream always comes to a weird head just as your alarm goes off. Just as your... Thrown out of the meadow, you hear the door creak open as Dutch Nuggets is like, what the fuck are you doing? Why is Mr. Tiddles on the floor?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> the semen coming out of his eyes just
3: pleasing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a puddle of semen dripping out of Mr. Tiddles' eye. <laughs> He's like, that was there when I found him.
3: It's
2: like the like fucking... What's the thing on Breaking Bad where, like, the, the teddy bear and stuff is in the swimming pool and they get, uh, like, <laughs> the, episode, they get the thing out and it's dripping with pool water? And oh. It's, just fucking,
3: it's just fucking semen!
0: Okay, as he's like, I would suggest you get up, we are entering the storm. To El
2: Basado! Can I, can I At the point, at the point where I woke up, I don't know how long this would have been, it might only be like five minutes or something like that, but if I was woken up from my rest, I would like to have a look at uh, Petunia's notes about the Emmental's and see if there's anything that I can find that pertains to the Wind Emmental. Note-taking, guys. Get into
3: it.
0: Um, you just saw um certain time of the year the the eye of the storm um she didn't know a great deal about it cool she'd piece together what she what she could know but um yeah there's not a great deal in there cool so as you all make your way onto the top of the deck you see right in front of you a wall of storm the very light it's daytime but you can barely even see the sun as it's blotted out between ominous portentous clouds which are thick and full of water, as you hear crashing of lightning and thunder around you, as you see Dutch Nuggets on um, the helm of the ship, as you're all staring out really wistfully, like there's a real glumness to you all. You're all pretty much soaked to the skin as you look out at the wall of storm that's in front of you, as you hear a noise behind you with Aristobulus, as he says, can I have a go? As Dutch is like, no, you will not steer the ship. <laughs> as you just see Dutch slapping Aristopoulos' hand out of the way. <laughs> and as you enter the edge of the storm, all light is cast asunder. You are all absolutely drenched and almost hit by a wall of pure rain. You know, when the rain comes down at an angle, almost like tropical of like you're just absolutely instantly pasted wet to the skin. It's the sideways. <laughs> the sideways, boss. As um, the the boat is chucked on massive waves. You're basically you see the, the boat pitch up at a crazy angle as it gets higher and higher and higher and higher and higher up the wave, as you see everyone looking skeptical as the 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 sail is so taut you can hear the ropes creaking on it as you just hear Dutch shout at the top of his voice, HOLD! As you see um, various minions dragging on ropes to try and hold the sail in place. As you hear the very timbers of the ship creaking um, as you make it to the very crest of the wave. And from down there, you look down and you just see the... You're now you can see down into the valley of the storm and you see being swept around in a cyclone of bits of planking and ship and just all kinds of detritus that have been caught up in this swirling morass of death and frenzy that is El Bastardo. All of you looking with absolute horror on your faces down into this almost caldera, it's almost like a like a bowl um right down into the center of the storm. And it's at this point that you notice a giant black shadow arcing underneath the ship. It is so broad and so wide. It is maybe five times wider and longer than the ship as a giant black shadow swims underneath the ship. And that is where we're going to leave this. Ah!
3: (laughs) Dragon turtle.
0: I, I didn't say it was a dragon turtle. I know you it didn't.
2: Could I'm, be I'm, I'm, I'm... This is the excited part of me. I really want it to be a dragon turtle
0: because we will
2: fucking die.
0: It could be Jerry's boss. It could be Jerry's boss. It could be <laughs> uh, It could be a dragon d- dolphin. It
2: could be a, could be a dragon terror. you just say a dragon dolphin? Yeah, it could be. That's that thing I need to I need to do some I need to do some imagineering to come up
0: with that one <laughs> some, ima- some imagineering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. That that was very much an episode of two parts. Um, there was a very brief scuffle, which I think you 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 dispelled a mutiny very quickly due to some very poor rolling on my behalf. That's yeah, because we're stone cold killers. Yeah. Um, I feel, Hanashi. Um, you will have to assign yourself whichever boon of chaos you fancy, whatever kind of. Plus one. Well, maybe you might want to be a bit more charismatic. Yes, yes.
3: Um
0: whatever, you know, maybe your animal husbandry. Your animal check. Um yep, you can assign that on D and D Beyond. Uh Tati, you've got a flintlock pistol. Um Yeah. There's a there's a there's a lot there. has got a new job. What an episode. <laughs> yes, yes, you've all got you've all got new jobs and new roles. But there you go, you're on the edge of the Eye of the Storm and it is one terrifying place to be. In my mind, it was very much like, have you seen the film Perfect Storm with George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg? Don't think anyone has. <laughs> Dig it out. Watch it. That's your homework. Right.
3: Oh, we have at this
0: homework? Point, oh, we have homework. Um, right. At this point, we're going to say goodbye to the listeners and I'm going to hand out some XP. So I think we probably achieved about as much as we're going to for one week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we will see you back here next week for more Shenanigans, but for now, it is goodbye from us. It's a goodbye from Matt Durant.
1: Goodbye.
0: It's a goodbye from Chris Rag. Goodbye. It's a goodbye from Chris, Chris Neal. Goodbye, my precious blueberries. And it's a goodbye from Jerry, the face of mid-level corporate evil. <coughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Well, that's it. It's the end. You can all go home now. Massive thanks for joining us for a whole load of fantasy fun this week. And seeing as you made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never miss another episode again. But yet, if you're feeling saucy, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on? Hey, all of your reviews and your recommendations to your friends and family, they go a long way to spreading the word of our misadventures. And I tell you what, we really do appreciate them. If you fancy chatting to us about anything we've said today, your best bet is to find us on Twitter, which you can do at Adventurers, A-N-O, number one. But you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. So that just leaves time to say a massive goodbye from all of us we're off to scan through instagram to see if we can find pictures of jerry with any luck we'll see you back here next week happy adventuring my friends and remember stay tipsy